You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we upgrade our relationships and life by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun. Today's topic is one that is absolutely near and dear to my heart because this topic, this reason is the sole reason why I pushed past a massive fear of public speaking to become an author of one book. And I've now getting ready to publish my second and to become a blogger and a podcaster and a now YouTuber, because I am absolutely driven to share this information with you guys. What I am about to share to you is actually in my second book that is due to be released sometime here in December. It's called The Recovering People Pleaser, A Spiritual Guide to Reclaim Your True Worth and Attract the Love You Deserve. If you want to be notified when that is released, you can go to my website at kristenbrown.org. Just scroll down a little bit on the homepage and you will find a box where you can enter your email address and I will notify you when that book is released. I'm super excited for this. But what I'm about to share with you guys today is actually in my book and the five tips that I'm going to share is a large part of this book. So I'm really hoping that you guys actually pull out a piece of paper and a pen and you take careful notes because what I'm going to share with you today is what I literally call the miracle cure to healing and worthiness. All right. I want to start off with sharing with you guys, the what and the why of unworthiness, how this comes into place. Because when we understand the what and the why, the how, the antidote makes perfect sense. So I'm going to try to make this quick, but when we come here from another, you know, out in the ethers, right? We come from God, we come from source. We're little divine sparks of source. And we come here, we enter into an earth suit, and now we are spirit in a human body. When we first enter into our earth suits as babies, we know nothing other than the unconditional love of our source. We know nothing other than our true and complete worth that is undescribable and undeniable. But as we start to grow, what happens is, is our, in our physical body, what happens is, is our brain waves start to increase as well. And where we were mostly connected with our inner world, that unconditional love of source, we start to become more aware of the outer world. And in that outer world, we start to receive messages. And those messages can come from anybody. It can come from parents, teachers, friends. It can come from social media. It could come from magazines. It could come from our religions. It can come from any, any type of source. What happens is, is those messages start to process through our newly forming ego, okay? Because before we have two sides of our psyche, we have our higher self, our God self, and then we have our lower self and our ego self. Well, we come here with just this, and this gets formed while we were in, while we are in the human body. It's a way of protecting us. So this new information starts to come in and gets processed through the ego, and we start to think there's something wrong with us. Okay, whether we're too much or we're not enough or anything else in between, we start to think we are fatally flawed. Now that behavior, that unworthiness branches out into two ways. It because it becomes hyper-dependent where it's looking, looking, looking into the outside world for somebody to make us feel um, love, accepted, approved of, and validated, or it can branch off into another section, which is more on the selfish side of things, more the takers and the narcissists, where we, the person makes themselves highly important because they're trying to fill that same void as well. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is that unworthiness 
is the problem, but it can present in two different ways. And that's why people pleasing and narcissism attract. Okay. Because they are on the same vibrational frequency. So put that aside for a minute. So when we are people pleasers, we spend a majority of our time searching out into the, in, in the environment and finding ways that we can shift and morph and change in chameleon and to become somebody other than we truly authentically are. Why? Because there's a piece of us that feels unworthy. When we really take note of that and get radically clear about this, wow, I'm I'm really feeling like I'm not enough. I can't be my true self because of whatever reason. That is an indicator that you have unworthiness. And what you have done is the rest of us have, because here on planet earth, we are the walking wounded. And I would venture to say that every single person on this earth actually has some type of shame or unworthiness wound. So what we do is we become fractured versions of who we are. And we think that we have to be something other than who we are to be loved, approved of, accepted, validated, whatever it is that we feel like we need. And in essence, we're stepping even further away from our soul, our spirit, that unconditional love of source. So what is the cure for healing and worthiness? It is self-love. Now, a lot of people might be like, what do you mean it's self-love? What? I got to give myself a bath and all of a sudden I'm going to feel worthy or I buy myself the Starbucks that I didn't buy yesterday or I get that fancy pair of shoes. No, that is not what self-worth is. And this is, or I'm sorry, self-love is. And this is why I really want to be clear and poignant in sharing this with you today, because I want to give people a very clear understanding of what self-love is. So I break it down like this, self is of us. It's of you. It's of me. That's the self. Love is of the highest energy and essence of the universe. It is the love we came here with. Now, remember, we still have that love inside. We are still divine sparks of God, God's children, whatever it is that you want to call us. Neil Donald Walsh calls us deity individuated. We are still that. Okay. But we have moved away from it. So the key is to return back to it. And we return back to it by giving ourselves the highest energy and essence of love. And this is where the five tenets of self-love comes in. You can also call them the five tips. You can call them the simple tools, whatever sounds good to you. In order to return to that love, we have to give ourselves love. And how do we do that? Tenet number one, grace and forgiveness of self. Make it your practice to forgive yourself immediately for any wrongdoing that you do. The truth is, is that we are doing the very best we can at any given time. Now, a lot of people want to fight that because they're like, oh, no, somebody else could do better. And, you know, that's as good as it gets or whatever. Yes, for their level of thinking, experiences and level of worth and all the other things, mental health that comes into it. That's as good as it gets right now. So the same thing happens with us, with any mistake that we made, that's a level, that's as good as it got in that moment. Okay. It doesn't mean it can't get better. It doesn't mean we don't have a potential for better, but it's really important that we forgive ourselves for the times that we missed up and we give ourselves grace for it. We, we impart to ourselves grace and forgiveness because that is going to start to return us back to our love and start to heal our worthiness cup. The second tenet of self-love is compassion and acceptance of self. What does that mean? It means accepting who you are. Stop judging who you are. Stop judging where you grew up, where you're from, what your parents were like, 
your 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 physical stature, how much money you make, all of that, that has nothing to do with your worth. That is you thinking that you have to have something outside of you to matter so that you can get the good things. And I'm here to tell you that the capital T truth of all of this is you are enough exactly who you are. But we the our outer world is always going to reflect our inner world. So if you are feeling you're not good enough or whatever it might be, guess what happens? Your outer world is going to be a reflection of that. So the key for us is to always clean up the inner world. If we don't like what we're experiencing out here with relationships or dramas or dramas or people or stuff and things and finances and health, what we don't like what we're experiencing out here. We got to go within and start working in here. So when we stop judging ourselves for who we are, what we are, where we've been from, what we look like, mistakes we've made, that is now returning closer to that unconditional love of self. And the third tenant, and these are not in any particular order, you guys, is respect and protect. When I first started practicing this, I couldn't believe how much I didn't, I disrespected myself and I didn't protect myself. I mean, it was all there. It was very clear. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even know it was a thing. That's another reason why we forgive ourselves. I didn't even know that I had to respect and protect myself. I thought you met good people or you met bad people and that it was kind of the luck of the draw. And hopefully one day, if you just kept pulling from the card deck that you'd pull a king or you'd pull a queen. That's what I thought. I had no idea that I had a energetic investment in what was happening in my life. So when I decided I'm going to start respecting myself and protecting myself. And I pulled myself in like I would a small small child or an elderly person or a pet, somebody who needs my care. That is how I started taking care of myself. Guess what, ha guess what happens, you guys? You return even further back to that unconditional love of self. And the fourth tenet of self-love is supportive self-talk. When I first started paying attention to, to how I spoke to myself, I was flabbergasted. I was nothing short of a bully. And I couldn't believe that I had made it as far as I had in life with that kind of dialogue going on in my head. And I truthfully gave myself a heartfelt apology. I, I hugged myself and I told myself, I am so sorry that I have treated you this way. And from this point forward, I will no longer treat you this way. And I'm very mindful to this day to be careful about what I'm saying to or about myself. This doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. It doesn't mean I'm great at it all the time because our situations are always changing. We always have new variables coming into our life that might impart new thoughts on things, but I catch it as soon as I can feel that sinking feeling of unworthiness, that not good enoughness. As soon as I can feel that, that's when I'm like, what are you thinking, Kristen? Mm -mm. Be careful about how you talk to yourself. That is of utmost importance. The fifth thing is self-care. Okay, what does self-care mean? Self-care means what do you need? Are you tending to your needs? Are you waiting somebody else to tend to your needs? Are you tending to your own? As grown adults, we are in the capacity to care for our own needs. But many times as people pleasers and recovering codependents, what do we do? We're all worried about the, other, the needs of everybody else. Remember the spectrum I said in the beginning, right? Here's unworthiness and it can either go this way to selfishness and narcissism and takers or it could go this way into codependency, neediness, desperation, and people pleasing. Okay, here's what happens. This way we get over fixated with the needs of other people. This way, 
people get over fixated with the, the themselves, which means at the expense of, of anything else that anybody else might need. What we're looking for is to function right here in the center. This is called interdependence. What that means is that we make our own needs matter too in balance and in, in congruence with those that we are caring for and that we love. The love, approval, acceptance, and validation that you believe that you need to get from the outside world actually needs to come from you. Because when you change your inner world, your outer world will immediately reflect it. So I hope you guys got a lot of from this episode today. This is like quite literally my wheelhouse. This is what I am passionate about. And this is what I really want to help people heal and shift from. Because when we heal that unworthiness we in, we're in having inside of us, that's when our outer world shifts in the most miraculous way. And that's actually where we line ourselves up to becoming true magnets to the things that we want to desire. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.